Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes, I think it starts with your show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Valley Cast. We are Steveless today, but we've leveled up because we have Trisha Hershberger. Trisha Hershberger here on the Valley Cast. Unbelievable. Thank you for making time for this little podcast. Trisha, how are you doing? Doing good. This is so funny. I feel like okay, so remember back in the early, early days of 20 minutes or less source fed, where mm-hmm. anytime that I would appear, I'd have to say, and I'm Trisha Hershberger filling in for you. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, that's cute. Filling in for Steve yeah. Zaragoza. Yes, they were very adamant that we made sure that it was it was just a moment in time. <laughs> yep. It was I'm smart. I think they were trying to protect hosts don't hate me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're trying to do like, I'm just a guest, so you can't get too mad at me. And <laughs> I'm not jarring you. And if you are mad, I time. won't be back. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's fun. That's how it goes. But no, it's so good to see you guys. And I know we were just kind of talking about this a little bit uh, before we recorded. But Elliot, congratulations on your engagement. Oh. Thank you so much, Trisha. It has been a wild, wonderful ride. And, uh, it, you know, I didn't think it would feel any different, but it actually did start to feel a little different. It's a whole oh, new world, really? you know. It did. You, yeah, it's, it definitely was a little bit more... Um, more emotional uh, as it went on and and I think brought us a little closer, which is nice, forced us to really work out some things, which is very good. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm very you, happy about it. Are you using the word fiance uh, without feeling weird? Great question. No, I'm not uh, at all. <laughs> uh, I, I do always feel weird. I feel like I'm bragging a little bit. I feel like I'm showing off when I say it. And I also, uh, well, it's cause I, you're flexing every time you're like, this is my fiance. Exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah. And I'm like trying to brood the whole time, but, um, I also don't like saying partner. I, partner sounds like I'm trying to like, I'm a part of an, you know, I'm too woke. I'm not woke enough to be able to say partner without feeling a little weird, but fiance feels too fancy and girlfriend feels silly. So now I just go her. When you say partner, it sounds like you live in like kind of a small town and you guys are going to open up like a yogurt shop together. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. Well, we're going into business together. Uh, We're going to open this, uh, this yogurt shop over on main and third. You should check it out. You get to dump your own uh, toppings on. It's great. Also, I'm going to marry her. I'm marrying my partner. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a nuts, nuts situation. Uh, yeah, it's been very wonderful. But thank you very much. And as I, you said that people were very nice on the stream that you were doing when the the announcement was made, which is the yeah. most important thing. So I, I was streaming nice... on Twitch, and like my phone popped up just like a little notification at the top that Elliot posted a new Instagram. So I just like did like the swipe down. Oh, what's going? And I was like, oh, Elliot's engaged, and that's how it happened on my Aww, stream. Oh, cute. <laughs> That's so fun. So my whole community was like, oh, so we all celebrated. Oh, wonderful. It was lovely. Well, thank you. What if That's that notif- What if that notification that you swept down and you looked and like you just like you let that blurst out of your mouth? Blurst is what I said. Out blurst. of your mouth. Good work. Uh, it was an actual text from Elliot that was like, guys, I'm engaged. Please don't tell anybody. But you just didn't get Please to don't. that point. <laughs> You know what? I am lucky to say that up until this point in my life, I have never been that friend that Mm, did that where you get like a, hey, I'm telling you this news. Please don't tell anyone. And I've already let it out. I've not been that person (laughs) yet. Knock on wood. I hope to never be that person. Um, I actually had that happen when I got engaged. Really? 
Yeah. Um, because when my husband proposed, he invited some of our closest friends to be there for it. So it was a surprise for me, but they all knew because they were all there watching. Um, and I had some of them take photos as it was happening and immediately post it to their social media, tagging me in mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So I had barely said yes and had oh, time to like fathom what good. had happened. And my phone started blowing up with tweets and texts from people that were like, oh my God, congratulations. And yeah, like, I, I hadn't even processed it yet. What if you well, hadn't I was on said a stream. yes yet? <laughs> yeah, I was on a stream and I got the notification. I swiped down and I said, oh my gosh, Trace is engaged. And then everybody freaked out and they're super nice about it. So congratulations. No, it happens. No, the first, the first one I saw actually was Megan Tonges tweeted, oh my gosh, congratulations, Trish. And I was like, is Megan Tonges huh? here? And I missed <laughs> she, her. Sure, I missed like, I was so <laughs> confused. <laughs> Where is she? Show yourself, uh, Megan. Yeah. What a small a, microcosm of the social media world in which we live. No. Yeah, we had a, <laughs> we had the opposite experience because we just kept our mouths shut about it for like a full week. And so th during that week, I just kept being like, are you still for, it's still yes, right? Like we haven't made it public. So you're getting, she was like, no, no, we're just going to chill for a second. And I was like, all right, fine. But I, I'm very, I get excited and I get a very big mouth I found. So I'm not the person that would not share things if a friend told me. <laughs> well, then I there's would absolutely be spilling the beans. Well, there's also, you know, your part, your partners, your actual partners, me and Steve in this situation where we knew, but we're still making content for social media together. And it's like, you have to bite your tongue every two seconds. Yep. You, and you also don't want to give like a knowing, uh, like a nod yeah. or a wink of an eye. You know? No, no. Okay. Yes. Show no signs. Nope. <laughs> that was fun. No, but I'm so happy that everything's been going so well for you guys. Please give Grace my best as well. I will. Um, and yeah, just how, how in general has pandemic been for y'all? I mean, I guess you're not getting together and filming content in person, right? Not yet. We're, um, I'm half vaxxed. Elliot's half vaxxed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve, Steve is a full daddy. He's a vax daddy. <laughs> nice. I so, have both my shots, but I'm not two weeks out yet. Mm. Nice. Have you, um, uh, okay, let me transition to that real quick. But uh, the, the shortest answer is we're not yet, but we hopefully will be. Yes, one second. My son's also doing Zoom school. Yeah, bud. His partner. He refers to him as his partner usually. It's, uh, <laughs> they're opening, right there. Him and his partner opening a yogurt shop. Yeah, my, my partner is currently right using his dinosaur app to learn all about the crustaceous period. Yeah, lift it up. It's no way, really? How's he doing? With the, he, every picture I see of him, he brings me so much joy. God, he's oh, such with his glasses. With his glasses. Oh, I love his really glasses. just, yeah, wonderful, wonderful joy that I feel. That he's got such a cute little face. <laughs> You know this. He's a funny guy. He just turned four. I was saying, Joe, that my uh, tiny human is working on his dinosaur app today because normally on Thursday we do Zoom science classes, but they do it in four week chunks and this week's our week off. Um, so he's, you know, we're improvising mm -hmm. with learning. I mean, Logan's still in preschool, so we don't have to follow any particular curriculum. We're just trying to make sure he's not like just a year of playtime and then, whoa, right. what happens when he goes to preschool? So. We're, we're peppering yeah. it in. You're a good parent. Um, so yes, we will be hopefully um, shooting together soon. We, we, we're setting up the podcast in the podcast room that we redesigned like the day before COVID quarantine started. We were like, here we go. And then it was, so it's just <sighs> nice and just been sitting there for a year. Yeah. So sad. So we'll be doing that soon. But uh, yeah, just, just getting through it all, you know, <laughs> just as best we can uh, as, mm -hmm. as much as everybody else and there's been some some wins and some losses and some whatever's but we, we haven't gone insane yet and well well maybe a little but like 
we're not projecting it forward. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe a little, but we haven't killed anybody. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Wins a win, so we're doing pretty well. Take yeah, the W. Yeah. How about you? It seems like you kind of helped weather the storm from an outside looking in. I wanted to ask you about it uh, anyways, but like you, it seems like you've made a pretty awesome transition to some just twitch like you're 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 a streamer and you do it well and you're you're that's what you do thanks man um yeah so the the transition to twitch happened a while ago although i wasn't as consistent with it as i am now i kind of decided oh goodness probably six years ago ish um that (laughs) youtube wasn't really for me anymore I mean, I have a theater degree. So the part of YouTube I enjoyed was always the in front of camera portion and maybe some pre-production, but I'll be frank. Like I know I've taught myself how to do post-production. It is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand SEO. It is not my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of aspects <laughs> that go into being a YouTube creator, um, I, I'm just not, I don't have fun doing. And so, you know, if my, if my time is going to be spent six to eight hours to create a YouTube video from start to finish or six to eight hours that I could be streaming, I'm going to choose streaming. It's so much more fun for me. Yeah. As someone who comes from a live theater background, having that live interaction with the audience is just so much more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then especially take it into quarantine times. That's my only social connection mm-hmm. is streaming. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I see my husband and my baby all the time. And you're and over them. Right. And the friends that I hang out with outside of that are my Twitch community. Like I know all those usernames. I know like, you know, so it's, it's interesting if I go a day or two without streaming now, I'm like, Oh, I miss my people. Um, it's, it's, so it, it, in a way that YouTube felt very like I'm performing, please like what I do. Twitch is much more of like a casual hangout with friends. Mm-hmm. It, and it's just the community for me feels very different. Um, and so I uh, years ago was like, hey, I'm going to start taking some of the time that I was focusing on my YouTube channel um, and putting it into this other platform. And it, it's always for me been hosting work comes first. So when I you know have hosting work for another brand or something like that, that's mm-hmm. what pays the bills. So that comes first. Um, and then outside of that, if I have free time to create content, I might as well just stream on Twitch. So mm-hmm. I had been doing that for a while, um, which is why if anyone, if anyone still subscribes to my YouTube channel, thank you. I appreciate you. But that's kind of why that channel died years ago. That's how um, I feel every day, Trisha. I'm like, I can't believe there's still truly anyone here. And my channel, I'm like, I upload a podcast and I, every day I'm like, I'm going to do a video on my channel. I'm going to do a vlog, something real simple, but like maybe similar to you, the editing process and like even just like I'm horrible at it. and like my brain refuses to learn I don't want to know how to edit like something in me is just like no people do it better I'm bad at it and I feel like it's just not worth it but I can understand the stream thing being in the moment being able to connect intimate, with people right? in real time yeah 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 it's it's fun um and yeah I mean we've all had the pleasure of working with some of the most talented editors in the Spoiled. business that even though I know how to edit I'm like oh man but if, if Len was doing this or if Maddie was doing this, you know, if any of these people were doing this, they would be able to add personality and pizzazz. And because yeah. that's not creatively where I'm passionate, 
I, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't have that, that creative yep. skill and brilliance that they have. Um, so yes, it's hard for us because we compare ourselves to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really just more about the community, I think, and the, the part of the creative process I enjoy. Um, but I was very fortunate when we moved into pandemic, some of the shows I was hosting went on hiatus and will never come back, which was very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the shows that I was hosting said, okay, we're going to transition to you filming it from home. Um, and because Whoa. I was already streaming nice. and producing content from home, I had the equipment already. So it wasn't mm-hmm. as tough of a transition as I think it's been for other people who mainly were working just as talent and are now trying to figure out how to like set up a set in their place and film off their phone. And, you know, companies are shipping them equipment that they have no idea how to use. And I was in, I was positioned a little bit better for that. Um, mm-hmm. In 2015, I kind of transitioned my company Um, or I should say transition from working as a solo creator to a company and a production company. So Mm. I've been slowly building that up. And it just, I mean, it's, you know, when preparation meets opportunity kind of situation that when pandemic hit and a bunch of the clients I normally work with were like, ah, we need a live stream, but we have no idea how to produce a live stream. Uh I was like, I know very well how to do that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, can produce it for you as well as host it if you'd like. Yeah, And I want to give you props on that. Like you, like you got this aesthetically pleasing color setup from your computer that's making me all happy here. It's also nice to look at. You've always been like upper echelon understanding of the tech and willing to put in the work. And and Fun. I think you're 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 getting to experience the fruits of your labor and your talents. And I think that's really cool. Oh, thanks, Ben. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the part that's fun to me that might not be fun to other people. The people that enjoy post-production might not enjoy all, like streaming involves a lot of pre-production and setup. I just happen to like that part of it, um, which is why wow. I think, you know, for the three of us in particular, and Steve included too, like people that have seen different transitions of what's happened to content creators and how you make a, cre- a career as a creator over the years, it's changed so much that I always feel like, for people who are just coming up in it now and like, I want to be a content creator. How do I get started? I'm such a fan of like, find the parts of it you like and focus on that. Cause you're going to be doing it for a long time without getting paid into an empty room. So if you're not enjoying it, you're going to burn out and get miserable really fast. So find the parts that you like, and then kind of find the platform that works for you. If you like modeling or photography, Instagram is your platform. If you like live streaming, figure out if you want to do that on YouTube versus Twitch versus Facebook and what those various live streaming platforms offer. If you like making pre-recorded content, you really like post-production, you like more like scripted long form, then maybe YouTube and submitting stuff Mm -hmm. to film festivals is the way to go. Like there's so many different ways to do it at this point um, that I think think everyone can forge it their own way. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one of those things that you mentioned that I do actually like uh you know and you know if you like quippy modeling remarks, obviously uh quippy snide <laughs> remarks elliot morgan yeah sure. if you like snide remarks maybe no no i don't like snide remarks anymore it's a bad time for snide remarks but maybe next year <laughs> i think we're getting back to snide remarks your twitter soon. game has definitely uh went downhill these days i just <laughs> shut up when the pandemic happened i was like you know what no one needs to hear from elliot for a little bit and i think that was a good call that was my way of transitioning and adjusting i was like "Ooh, how about i go shh for a little bit yeah it is it's having read it yet i mean if if i may i think your strengths definitely lie within the realm of podcasting you're you're a good orator you're you're great at uh, taking ideas and presenting you think me yeah dude you're great at it that's why the, the fundamental is sweetheart 
Yeah. The fundamentalist is great, but it's, it's, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there one day. And by the way, folks listening, Peter Rollins might just be a guest on the next Valley cast, but I should probably mention that to him. And that's my note to myself. Now, Trisha, <laughs> how's it being stuck? How is it being quarantined with family? Oh is, man, Joe can speak to this so much better than me. I only have one it's tiny like human two. in the house. <laughs> Joe has two tiny humans in the house. It they're not so been... tiny. I don't know if you've seen them. They look like they oh look my like, god, I know. Since no. I've seen them, they look like two of them standing on the other one's shoulders. <laughs> it's true. They look like they're Your like lying. So big now, Joe. It Trisha. makes me like I remember when Jackson was just a tiny infant. You were like, one of the first at people to hold him. Now we brought Jackson into SourceFed. You were one of the first to ever hold him. Yeah, um, I remember that tiny baby. Hayden's, now such a big dude. Sweetie. Hayden's going into high school next year. And then that's isn't that crazy? It's wild. I don't know how to handle it. Yeah, it, it's utterly wild. Um, Nate said, by the way, just give his love uh, and congratulations to both of you, to Elliot, and uh, oh, to tell Joe that the kids are so big because we follow we follow everybody on yeah. all the socials but joe was like oh my god look how big hayden is um, uh, that's so fun that, that, that's just like the arc of life it's like elliot congratulations on on uh your your engagement it's wonderful i can't I'm so it's beautiful that you're making you that step. joe your kids are big joe your kids get too big <laughs> kids are, okay. they're so old we need to, yeah they're old and they're too big they're reminding uh, and, me of my age they're they're big. <laughs> No, I yeah. love it though. I'm sure they're growing up into lovely humans. I'm very, do very you, proud of them. Do you feel, Trisha, like you are following? Uh, are, are obviously we've known each other for such a long time. Do you feel like you have transitioned into adulthood in the past ten years that we have all kind of roughly known each other, or do you still feel like a child? I myself feel much like a child, but I'm also talking to people who are married with children. I myself am engaged to my partner who I'm opening a frozen yogurt shop with. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think we are getting up there, but do you feel like an adult? Do you feel like you're, you're kind of like in your groove, in your prime, doing your thing? I mean, I guess that depends how you define adult. Like I still am very fortunate enough to play video games for my job most of the time. It's <laughs> true. Um, and like goof around a lot. Like even like a lot of the tech hosting I do is just nerding out about gadgets. So yeah. I have a, because I have such a super fun um, and kind of youthful energy oriented job, I always feel like I'm playing at being an adult. But that yeah. being said, I am now in my mid to late thirties. Like that is, Firmly adult. Firmly. That doesn't get much. Yeah, it doesn't get much more adult. Yeah, firm adulthood there, and I I am married with a kid. Um, so I mean, I guess settled into like responsibility. Yes, but also like I don't know. I feel it's it's a very weird. I feel like I play it being an adult in my life. Yeah, but every almost every adult does too. You just happen to, like yep. you said, get to do things that you enjoy and and are are perceived or used to be perceived as as youthful endeavors but it's just like you know it's people far older than us are are still the spokes oh my gosh follow all the grandmas games. on twitch if you don't follow grandma like there are so many grandma streamers on twitch that sounds really? amazing it's amazing it gives me life it gives uh, yeah. me life it's been, it was wonderful during quarantine to be able to watch an old lady. You know, you feel like you got that that grandma energy coming in. That Skyrim wisdom. grandma. I want to. Is her actual username Skyrim grandma? I forget, but she streams Skyrim all the time. Amazing. Um, <laughs> wow, so you know that makes so much sense. Like, imagine 
you know we're all let's let's just for imagine for a second we're all destined for some kind of home later on in life where it's like you got board games in the common area or i got yeah. sweet set up in my room <laughs> and i'm connecting with humans because my family ain't coming more than once a month. yeah <laughs> it's beautiful yeah it's well yeah parts of it it's sad it's sad but it's beautiful <laughs> But maybe not more grown up to go back to your question, Elliot, but definitely I feel like we've all kind of evolved into our final forms since our time at SourceFed, you know? For sure. I um I take vitamins now. That's when I was like, oh, and I get excited about taking them. And I mention them a lot to Joe. And I take them every day. And I truly like don't tell any difference. I can't tell any difference. I don't know why I'm taking them. I got them as part of a brand deal for this podcast. It's called Ritual, <laughs> sponsored, and they are fun to take. And I take them every day and I'm like, look at me. And I, I do have a thought in my head every time where I'm like, is this the healthiest thing I'm going to do all day? And then I'll maybe do some exercise and then it's all downhill from there. I feel like I still balance it out. Mm-hmm. With, you know, bad habits and junk food. Joe gave me some Uber Eats codes the other day and I got in and out with, or no, excuse me, Chick-fil-A with it. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, good job, buddy. Really excited. You Love got that. Chick-fil-A. I still can't go yeah. to Chick-fil-A without feeling guilty. Yeah, um, I have to let it. Because like Nate's a, a chicken. Because uh, Nate's a chicken and they're against that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I have to really let the desire build up until I just go, ah, all right, fine, fine. I'll, I'll do it. But I understand. Regurgitate I understand the guilt. Um, yep, exactly. Trish, you're double, you're double backed. You're in. Hey, you want to say hi? Mm-hmm. Jackson's here. You want to say hi? Say hi, buddy. Hi, Jackson. Remember Trish? Okay, bye. <laughs> See, and Joe's actually standing right there, so that yep. shows He's how big. tall Jackson is. Yeah. Big guy. <laughs> um, are, so you're like, okay, you're double vaxxed. You're mm-hmm. you're almost two weeks out, um, which means like you're going to be a superhero very soon, and you can kind of live life a little bit differently. Where's your Where's your emotional core in respect to all of that? Because my anxiety is starting to tick up a little bit with the prospect of the world getting back to a little bit of normal. It's like, I wanna go out and I wanna interact and I wanna do those things, but I think some of our skills have been parred back a bit, mm-hmm. like talking to somebody's face and yeah. interacting with people and not feeling that Pavlovian response of like, oh, there's a human, he's not wearing a mask and now what do I do? Um, oh, I'm the most awkward. We don't go out at all, like because everything I do is out of this very room that I'm talking to you guys in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Logan's not in school in person; he's here at home. Um, and we've transitioned to um, Nate actually left his job to be full time stay at home dad. So oh, nice. we, Congrats yeah, to him. We, That's beautiful. Heaven. Yeah, we are home all the time. We, you know, order our groceries to be picked up. So we don't even go in the grocery store. Like we do nothing. Um, So it's very weird. Like I had to actually go into the store for something recently. And um, there's something very high up on the shelf, short people problems. And it has a sign that says, if you need to get anything on the top shelf, ask the attendant or don't be short. (laughs) Um, So I had to ask the attendant and he, you know, was very kind um, and got it for me and then went to high five me afterwards. And I was like, Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. Mm. I didn't want to be rude, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, I was like, we shouldn't be touching. But like, yeah. is that okay to touch? We were both masked. I have no idea. But the anxiety surrounding it is mm-hmm. yep. super real. Um, and it's also weird if you live in a household with kids because there's no vaccine for kids yet. So it's not like you can say, oh, well, my whole household's vaccinated. Yeah. So let me go out and do all this stuff because you know the research is very mixed on how much you can still transmit. And so for people with kids. Yeah. Even being fully vaccinated mm-hmm. is not necessarily this like go do everything now. Yep. 
Thank you. Um, so it's, 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 you know, we still don't know. I'm, I'm trying to keep up on the latest from the CDC and the World Health Organization, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, going out is going to be weirder. I think stuff that we haven't done, like we haven't done outdoor dining at all. Um, yeah, stuff like that. I think maybe once Nate and I are more fully vaxxed, we might be, feel a little comfortable doing like outdoor spaced seating somewhere um, for a date night or something like that. But then mm -hmm. who's going to watch our son? And is that person? He's fine. He's safe? well adjusted. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll just leave him by himself. He just turned four. He's just put, turn on the dinosaur yeah. app. Boom. Hours go by. Yeah. Go for for people weekend. with kids, it's weekend still, <laughs> still a little strange yeah. on that. And Joe, I'm sure you can speak to that. Are your kids doing homeschool, hybrid school? Still zooming. We'll be zooming and until whatever happens next fall. Um, okay. They're almost out. They'll be out in the next month. But like, I'm glad to hear you say that because the world seems to be like everybody's vaxxed or everybody's getting vaxxed and we're getting back to normal. And I'm just sitting here going like, we're just throwing these kids back in schools like they're superheroes and nobody seems to care. <laughs> like, I don't understand it as a parent. So I, I, I know they're, they're not affected as much as what they say, but at the same time, they're still just going to be little bombs of, of COVID just spreading it. Still everywhere. disgusting. Yeah. Well, and, and your, your kids, Joe, are old enough. And disgusting. That... <laughs> your kids are old. What I was going to say is your kids are old enough that probably at their level, they're responsible enough to wear masks. They can social yeah. distance if the desks are far apart and stuff They've like evolved that. for sure. Yeah, we've kept we've kept Logan out because he's still at the age where kids will lick things to show possession. Mm -hmm. um, nice. <laughs> I hope you never. No, that's that my way. toy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, ugh, I think we're good. Plus, I, uh, you know, how great can you expect three and four year olds to be at wearing masks? Some I'm sure are better than not others, at all. So. I know. They're so cute though. The kid, there's a little park down the street, and the the kids run around and they play, and they're all wearing masks and they're little tiny little things. And just, I think it's very cute. The dogs don't. I find that very rude at the dog park. Here. <laughs> but um, very rude. Yeah, I can't relate to the to the kid situation, but I do know that we've been doing these little hikes. Uh, uh, and the first one I went on with, um, the dudes. There's you know Brett Register. Do you know Brett? Yeah. Is? Well, we started talking at like the top of the hill, and it was. I just kept noticing, I was like, I don't know how to speak to him. Mm -hmm. And he's doing, and this is like the most normal conversation. Like we were talking about like houses and moving and kind of just like normal things that a normal, well-adjusted person could talk about. And I just kept finding myself being like, I don't, how do I form a, a sentence? And it's like, it's just a dude that's right next to me talking. I was like, oh yeah, this is going to take a little bit of practice to just be able to socially function with people again. Mm -hmm. I don't even think I was good at it before, but now I get to, I'm going to blame it on COVID for like well, at least a year. We're also stealing cues, right? Like with the mask covering it, with so much emotion in and context is seen in facial tics mm -hmm. and smiles and smirks and frowns. And like, you know, you're doing it behind the mask for you and you know, they're doing it behind the mask when you're having the conversation with them. So the the words feel foreign because you're not quite yeah. picking up 100% of the emotional um, gravitas of the situation, mm -hmm. even if there isn't any. We're just so used to seeing yeah. seeing this. So you're just, you see these eyes. <laughs> That's it. I know. You're like, yeah. I promise I'm smiling. See, my eyes squint a little when I smile. So I hope that that conveys yeah. that I'm smiling people. But they also you squint seen... when you're angry, Trish. Have yeah, you guys we know. seen the prototype <laughs> mask from Razor? So which one? So um, at CES this year, Razor re re um, released a prototype, Project Aria, I think it's called. Um, but it is 
so cool. And if it ever goes into production, which they say sometime it will, I don't care how much it costs, I will buy one. And I bring it up to say that it's a clear in the front. So you can still see oh. those facial um, expressions from people. It's clear in the front, has Just customizable RGB right uh, valves on the side, of course, because it's for gaming uh, uh-huh, cool. from Razer. So of course it has RGB. Um, but it also has a microphone inside because it's skin tight that will project oh, your wow. voice outside of the mask so your voice isn't muffled going it sounds through. like you, a villain like you sound like a super oh, yeah definitely oh my god oh my like god Batman. So what this is, is it that? so you look like batman yeah right can you hear me <laughs> no you need a microphone you need a microphone um, to project it yeah so the razor mask has the mic and of course everyone's saying you're gonna look like bane so mm-hmm. please put a voice mod in that mic so that you can change how your voice comes uh-huh. out of the so, mask oh, would be absolutely. amazing. Did you see the Will I Am one? The Will I Am uh, mask? Let me see if no. I can bring it up here. It's uh seemed to me to not be Will I Am mask. Here we go. All right, get ready. Will I Am uh, and is this the future of face masks? Will I Am and Honeywell introduced the first connected mask. Think sneakers meets, meets smartphones. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I've seen a few oh. things like that. Yeah. That's I mean, a, if, you could, if you could match that mask to your sneaks, that's pretty baller. That's like an Overwatch that would be, cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like. pretty cool. It's um, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think that having some kind of solution or facial covering that lets people see your expression yep. would be super rad. Let me see if I can find... This one I'm talking about for you guys. Is it Hazel or Aria? Hayden got oh, this. Oh, it's uh, Hazel. Project Hazel. Project Hazel. That's what um, it's called. Hayden got this time? this clear one. My daughter got this clear one because she has a friend that was kind of like in our bubble that okay. um, she's hard of hearing. So because she's hard of hearing, that looks that actually looks really cool. That looks like your right? setup. Yeah. Um, I'm because it. it's cool. Because she's hard of hearing she's a a human that has been reliant for years on being able to see the shape of the lips and see how words have been presented so the hard of hearing have had a hell of a time yeah trying to communicate in in these uh these days during the COVID so yeah Hayden uh much to uh her heart went online and tried to find these so she could communicate better with her friend and I thought that was really cool and I was very proud of her I um I've developed a relationship. One of my closest friends right now throughout this pandemic has been the guy that runs the um not to go too on brand here, but he runs a liquor store down the street. And he <laughs> has a very thick accent, and I can very rarely understand what he is saying as a result of him having such a thick accent. Now, when the masks got introduced, it basically went from being able to understand some of what he said to absolutely nothing of what he said. However, we have a very good rapport and he's very funny and he always pretends to steal my card and he always pretends that he's going to overcharge me. And then he always pretends he's going to steal the liquor back and he hides it behind his back. And it's very enjoyable, (laughs) but I I still don't understand a word he's ever saying. And then the other day he was like, uh, you get vac- vaccinated? And I was like, yeah, I got like half of it done. And he was like, second one, kill you, kill you. Second one, kill you. And I was like, okay. And I was like, can I, can I go? And <laughs> can he was I have like, my booze? <laughs> can I please have the thing? Can I have my treasures back, please? I want to uh, run away now. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to really understand what he says, because he is a delightful person. Aww. I miss- I 
Well, hi there, and welcome to the ad portion of the podcast. Thank you for listening slash watching. Thank you for watching this episode with Trisha Hirschberger, one of the most delightful people on the face of the planet. I'm here to tell you about some products and services that I think might help you and might help the Valleycast. If you're so interested in doing it, if you'd like any information about any of these products or services, you can find a link in the description down below. But let's dive right in. Guys, you know I have a lawn, okay? I got a little tiny yard, and it's incredibly intimidating, and it's summertime, and I got browns you know, patches because of the raccoons that come out, which I found out are everywhere in my neighborhood. That's for a different time. So guys, I'm here to tell you about something called Sunday. See your lawn thrive this spring with your own custom lawn care plan from Sunday. I'm so excited to use this stuff. It's about that time. Sunday is more than just a lawn care product, okay? It is a custom lawn care plan with a variety of ways to help you grow a beautiful lawn, control weeds, and remove pests. That last one's my favorite part. You take all the guesswork out and unwanted chemicals so you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people, pets, and the planet. Ooh, I'm so excited. It comes with such a nice little box. It's so dense and wonderful and it just feels like hefty and I can't wait to use it. Uh, my favorite part about this whole thing is the, the lawn care plan that they do. You go to the website, you punch in your information and then they zoom out from a, a satellite and they go, is this your home? And I go, yeah, I think that is my home. How did you know? And they're like, here's your product. Go enjoy your beautiful lawn. And uh, it, it's absolutely wonderful. Sunday makes taking care of your lawn easier than ever. All I did was go to getsunday.com, put in my home address and their free lawn analysis took care of all of the rest. All in just seconds. Sunday uses soil and climate data to create a tailored nutrient plan so you get all the stuff your lawn needs and nothing it doesn't. That's beautiful. I love that. I wish somebody would do that for me. Sunday is made with ingredients that you can actually pronounce like seaweed, iron, and molasses so you can grow better and feel better about it. You got a good conscience. You got a good yard. You're showing it off a little bit. You don't feel as intimidated. You don't feel like you're you're drowning a little bit and you're out of your league because you don't know how to do that because you never really learned as a kid. Instead, you have Sunday to make you feel like your dad isn't going to be disappointed in you. Sunday explains exactly what you get and why and everything is waiting at your door when you need it. All I had to do is attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It was very fun. Lawn care used to take up the whole day. Now it takes less than 15 minutes. I just go shh and then I pat myself on the back and have a nice cocktail. Guys, let Sunday make the guest, take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Let them take the guesswork out, you guys. And if you're interested in doing that, you go to visit getsunday.com slash valleycast to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off of your custom plan at getsunday.com slash valleycast. Sunday. It's wonderful. But guys, there's more than one kind of lawn. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have a lawn outside your house, but what about your flesh lawn? I'm talking about your skin. I'm sorry for saying that. Guys, MeUndies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's also about feeling comfortable in your skin. That's why MeUndies sources the softest, most comfortable fabrics imaginable. I am telling you this, we have told you this, it is true. Express yourself every day in a new limited edition prints because what you wear on the outside should empower you from the inside. That's like their whole thing, you know what I mean? And also, you get this monthly thing and it comes in the mail and it's fun packaging and they're good people and it makes, it's the best underwear I've ever had. I didn't even know I would love underwear. It was like, it's time to upgrade. If you haven't done it yet, click the link in the description. You know when you rush home to change into something more comfortable? That is me undies, folks. It's like they pull the clouds from the sky and spin it into undies, socks, bralettes, and loungewear. You can choose from endless styles and sizes, extra small to 4XL. Their sustainably soft micromodal and new ultralight breathe fabrics are so comfy and welcome breathable, so you can move free or not. It's up to you. You can stay perfectly still. They don't care. It's a wonderful deal. Ah, oh, man. I've gotten into this habit of changing uh, into a new pair of me undies before I go to bed. 
and it is one of the best decisions I've ever made in my whole life. Um, it's, it, it just gives that a little fret. It's like, ooh, yeah, now it's time. It's a little, uh, little ritual for me, I guess you could say. MeUndies has a great offer for listeners of the ValleyCast. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions, no interrogations. They just, you know, quick, quick, problem-free philosophy. Really falling apart there at the end, Elliot. But that's okay. We're going to get it back right now. So to get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Valley. Go. Go to MeUndies.com slash Valley. That's MeUndies.com slash Valley to get 15% off your first order and free shipping. Now, why are you still listening to me? Let's get back to Trisha and Joe and that other guy. Love you. Bye. I'll tell you, my second did not kill me. Yay! Good. Nate got knocked out by his. Really? Really? Yeah, we both had Pfizer. Um, And mine, I, I woke up the next morning with like a little bit of a headache, but after some coffee, that went away. And I was kind of cold all day. But like, Damn. that was it. That was the extent of it for me. Nate got the full flu symptoms, fever, in bed, the whole shebang. How long wow. did it last for him? About a day and a half. Yeah, that's what I heard. My neighbor yeah. had, he's like, I didn't feel good for 72 hours. I'm like, that's specific. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Heather got hers yesterday, her second Moderna. So she she's had some headaches. She's had some of the body aches and stuff. And she's sleeping yeah. it off right now. Um, not too yeah, bad though could have been i was a little worried about how i was worried too i'm st- i mean i'm still i don't think we're out of it yet she just hit the 24 hour mark so we'll see what the 48 hour mark will bring but yeah we went in expecting the worst and mm-hmm. i think we got some bad but it, it it definitely didn't go down the the realm that i think she prepared herself for mentally so far so fingers crossed yeah nate nate got hit real bad around the 24 hour mark yeah it was like between 12 and 24 hours like he thought he thought he was good because he woke up the next morning and was like, well, I'm, you know, really don't feel bad. And then about four hours after that, he was like, I'm going to go lay down. And then it just kind of got, got icky for a while. I'm, uh, I'm dying a little right now. Yeah. I'm going to go lay down and die for a second. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little nervous about it. Did you feel much on the first shot? Did you have a negative? No, neither was felt anything on the first shot. Superhero. I'm telling you. She's besides the besides the arm that feels like you've the been touching arm. it for days yeah yeah the um did you guys see like this whole year and a half like I'm, i think i've talked to elliot about this but trish like have you been sick really at all like no. not being around people like it's not crazy. at all like outs it's you don't get anything when you're not around people it's crazy but now you know our immune systems are going to be so effed when we go out mm-hmm. in public again we're just you, all going to be sick all the time. <laughs> did you see that 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 uh, yeah. study on the flu that they just released? Mm-mm. It was obliterated this last year. Like the common flu, the cases were low. Like like for all intents and purposes, let's just say zero. Of course, it wasn't zero, but just a, like if you see the graph, it's whoosh, it's just in in the dirt. And they're like, this, this is not wow. going to be good when it comes well, back. It's like other countries, especially Eastern countries that wear masks during flu season every year anyway. Mm -hmm. It's just a culturally accepted thing to do. Um, It makes me wonder if like their instances of flu are always so much less than everybody else's. I mean, possibly that's, we've talked about that before too. I'm hoping there's certain things that we take from this experience and we learn from them, not just like, you know, maybe we don't have to be in the office all the time in our workplace to, if you're sick, wear a mask. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Other people yeah. do it. It's not like we've nor- hopefully we've normalized it, and it's not so much of a bipartisan weird issue in our yeah. lives that it doesn't go away. It's just I hope so. But then you read this stuff about how during the Spanish flu in 1918 there were anti-maskers then, and you know I'm like, man, humans really we are cyclical beings, aren't we? We're a we? special bunch. <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah, it's you can't complain about stuff that if it's that long ago, your life already sucks. What was that like? The 1900s, 19, <laughs> 1918. My um, my grandma yeah. passed away through all of this, and she was oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> three sorry, months Trish. away from her 104th birthday. Whoa! She lived through the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic. This was her second wow. pandemic. Wow! Crazy, right? That's a that's amazing. Good lord. Yeah. Um. Yeah, RIP, RIP Grandma Hirschberger. Um, she was 103, and you know we obviously haven't been able to have a funeral or anything yet. So when yeah. all this is over, or whatever our new normal is, hopefully there will be a time we can all travel and celebrate. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've had a couple of those during this, unfortunately. Family I'm sorry, members Trish. Have been lost, lost during this, so we, we're going to need to like get together and have a big old celebration of life mm-hmm. party. Yeah, when it's Love possible. Them. It's going to be the Roaring Twenties is what they're saying everyone's going to freak out lose their minds when everything's actually safe to do it and people are going to be partying everywhere i know the travel industry is getting ready for like a huge boom all this kind of stuff and i get it i mean the second i can go on a vacation you better believe it (laughs) yeah oh yeah it's like a constant like it's being in the same place over even just being in los angeles like i i do enjoy los angeles but oh it's gotten tiresome it's, it's on small. me for this past it's, yeah it's gotten real small and I like, drive around sometimes and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing here and I don't think I like it anymore and uh, <laughs> and then I get over it and I move on but uh yeah Driving just getting out of town to me now because mm-hmm. I never yeah. do it anymore I don't go anywhere so when I do drive I'm like I remember how to do this right like, yeah and also sorry go ahead I was just gonna say the first time I had to like merge on an on-ramp onto the freeway mm-hmm through all this i was like what i don't even know what's happening yeah and leave it to los angeles to have no traffic and it'd be more dangerous than when there was traffic because people drive like psychopaths when there's no one to stop them from doing it and so it's like the first like little bit when uh i was going to the office before everything we stopped going almost entirely and i was like oh this is like i'm getting there very quickly Mm -hmm. but it is terrifying like people are zooming left and right and i'm like this is yeah, and then I was like, oh, this is another sign of getting older. I'm just an adult. <laughs> I think those, those kids need to slow down. He's zooming and not using his blinker, and I'm going to kill a man. That's where yeah. I'm at. <laughs> that's, that's what's exactly. going on. I highly suggest, Trish, if, if, if you find the time, like, I've, I've found these moments of uh, relief of being able to exhale by, by forcing myself to get out of the little bubble that we're living in in these apartments and houses. And we drove up to, not far from you, uh, Lake Castaic. Mm-hmm. Uh, up there and Elliot I suggest this to you as well it's a little reservoir going up the five outside of Los Angeles and it's a little bit of a drive but nobody was there and I've been there twice since I've discovered it quote unquote thank you for saying that we've been considering going there but I didn't know how crowded nobody it we we sat as a family on the dock there for 40 minutes just feeling the waves going up and down. We were eating sunflower seeds. Jackson had his feet dangling off the thing. Aww. There was like only two boats in, in the lake. Nobody around us. We sat there off of our phones. Uh, no arguments, nothing. We have a teenager and a mom in this family. And there were no arguments. <laughs> and 
my family doesn't do that. We sat there silent, just enjoying each other's company and the world for 40 minutes, feeling the up and down rock of the dock. And then we went and we threw rocks off of the shore for another hour. And again, nobody there. There's a couple fishermen. Um, I highly suggest it. It's, it's, it feels like you can't go out, but when you do, it's so refreshing. Yeah. I love the idea of calling them fishermen. <laughs> well, because it is. I mean, I'd they, rent, like a... they, they yeah. rent boats up there. Um, because I was looking into all of this. I'm so glad you said that, Joe. Um, they rent boats up there. Um, but they're fishing boats. They're like long tin fishing yeah. boats. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if John that boats? would be boring or fun <laughs> for any length yeah. of time. It might be um, both, and that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's true. We might as well give it a go. But I know there is a picnic area there. I know during certain times of the year, they have a swim beach, like a, a small swim beach That's there. closed right now, yeah. Um, it's closed right now. But yeah, that that was my only concern was if we go there, is it just gonna be packed with people? Um, one of the things we did do last week, maybe, or the week before, um, we are member annual members at the LA Zoo and we just kept our membership mm. through all this because they still need to take care of the animals, whether it's mm-hmm. pandemic or not. So we were like, yes, it's a donation, take our money. Um, but they've recently opened back up to, for timed reservations. Oh, and fun. so we thought it's all outdoors. If everyone can wear a mask and it's not so busy mm-hmm. that you can't distance, maybe it's worth a go. So we got, um, they open at 10. So we got the 10 a.m. time window to nice. make sure like we're in there. Cause once you're in, you can stay all day. <laughs> so probably by later in the day, it gets more crowded, you know? So we got some reservations for the beginning part of the day and just kind of walked the loop of the zoo and saw what we could see. And we're out in about an hour and a half, two hours um, before nice. it got busy, but it actually was really nice. Logan super enjoyed not being in this house (laughs) because this is like where his memories are forming so like some of his earliest memories are going to be like I was in a my the world was a a house (laughs) what it was um real quick then what are the top animals to see at a zoo according to you guys um where do you have to go not the lions And I say that because we, when we went, we were like, Logan, what's the one animal we got to make sure we see? He's like, the lions. We were like, cool. We Wrong. know right where they are. We know those <laughs> lions. No lions in that exhibit. So then Aww. we asked somebody, hey, have the lions moved? Is there a place we can see the lions? And bless that nice volunteer that spoke to us. But she was like, our lions here were really old and they both died over the summer. Oh, no. So I was like... <sighs> Cool, buddy. You could have no just said you could have just said San Diego Zoo. You didn't do the. Could have just said go to San, go down go down to the state. They transferred right. to a different zoo. No, yeah, lions. they just transferred. I was like, we can see tigers, and of course, Logan's like, tigers are not the same. Garbage lions. Tigers are garbage lions. That's uh, too bad. I'm so did you see- sorry. My favorite at the zoo is the gorillas and the chimpanzees myself. Yes, yes. And then also I like the octopuses. That was one of the last things I did before quarantine was I went to the London Aquarium. And I, just because I figured why not go all the way to London for the aquarium, but it was my birthday. And like a child, I wanted to go see an octopus and I did, and it was cool. Uh, but yeah, I, did you guys see gorillas? Did you guys see the all the primates? We did see all the gorillas. Yep, they were all there That's hanging great. out. That's, That's a great. good, the, the way they've set that up is a very nice uh, presentation, the way you get to see them and-, and Yep, and, and for all back. of those exhibits where it's like normally people would crowd around the glass to see, mm-hmm. they have like a red line taped out 
a couple feet behind that that you're not supposed to cross to keep people from crowding in those areas. They've done a really good right. job with, you know, trying to make it a lot safer for people. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, Logan being my child, uh, when there were people that crossed the red line, Logan was like, you are not supposed to cross the red line. <laughs> yeah. I was like, starts using his baby. mind powers. <laughs> ah! um, yeah, gorillas, monkeys, anything that like reminds you that you're kind of closely connected to it, but they're also you so energetic yep. that you feel like you're part of something. And then I think you have to, you have to see if the the, the zoo has it that you're at, you got to see the giraffes. They're so... Yeah, all the megaphone. yeah. Yeah, the megaphone. They're so different and they're so... Mm -hmm. um, like just foreign to us they, they're almost as if they're they're aliens giraffes are mind-boggling yeah. to them in real life yeah and look we get on the list elephants elephants are great big fan mm -hmm. of hippos all the biggins any biggins with babies hey, biggins with babies. <laughs> um well trisha now we're aiming toward you know as we recover as we head back to normality in uh in the rest of this year what kind of plans do you have? What's an up next for Trisha in the arc of your professional and or personal story? Um, well, personally, one of the biggest things uh, is happening right now, which is my parents are here visiting from Pennsylvania. Aww, so throughout all of this, we have not seen any of our family. Nate and I kind of exist on an island where all of our family is in other states. Um, and because know COVID feeling. has made traveling really hard, as yep. you guys know, um, my parents, once they were both fully vaccinated, booked tickets. Wonderful. And so yeah, they're fully vaccinated and have been out here almost three weeks now. Oh, like, did you cry? Oh, yeah. We all were yeah. a hot mess. But I mean, the last time they saw Logan, he was in diapers and had a pacifier. Like, he's a whole mm. different guy now. Um, and he's their only grandchild. So, uh, you know, it's breaking their heart not to see him in person. So anyway, they're here now. That was my A number one. Beautiful. When things start getting back to normal, I want to see my parents. Yeah. Um, so that's happening right now, which is great. Um, Nate and I were hoping we'd be fully vaccinated by June because every June, my family, um, not just my parents, but my sister and her husband, she got married through this. I mm -hmm. couldn't be there in person, Aww. broke my heart. Um, but my sister and her husband and some of our extended family members, including cousins Logan has that are his age, all go to the Jersey Shore for a week. Mm -hmm. And my family does that every June. And so last year we weren't able to go because it wasn't safe. Um, but we were like, if we're fully vaccinated by this June, you know, we'll see if we can go. And, you know, it, we're not all staying in the same house or anything like that. So if everybody is quarantined in their own house, but then we hang out together on the beach masked, that that's a way to see everybody. So that's the, those are the things personally, the big things that I was looking forward to. Um, oh, sounds then, wonderful. <laughs> yeah right I know I'm like come on mm -hmm. keep the numbers down California is doing really good numbers wise right now so keep those numbers down um so that I can see family um and then mm -hmm. other than that professionally I miss being in studio with people I miss the creative energy of what that feels like like yes it's it's fun and I'm very grateful that I've been able to produce content here by myself but you guys know like bouncing mm -hmm. ideas off other people makes the final product so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so I miss, I miss this, the crew, the off-camera crew that I usually joke around with all day on set. I miss uh, uh, the other on-camera people that I get to co-host with. And mm -hmm. since all of that has moved in-house, it's all, all the hosting work is very solo to camera. And again, while I'm very grateful, I've been able to continue on in those jobs in that way. 
yeah, I, I miss professionally being yeah. with other people. The, the people, synergy yeah. and the, the energy, it really does mean a lot. Like Elliot and I and, and Kevin, since we're all halfbacks, we put our masks on and we went and shot a little thing together. And, and you know, Elliot wrote nice. it and the words fell out of my mouth and Kevin was behind the camera. And it's like, it felt foreign and weird to do it again at first, but like we would have these moments where we're laughing again. And it was a very nice reminder that doing it is fun because I think doing it this way sometimes can be fun, but you know, there's delays, there's technical glitches and doing mm -hmm. this isn't normal human interaction and we've gotten right. used to it, but I wouldn't necessarily mm -hmm. call it fun. You know, right. it's- Yeah, it's also when you're alone, I feel like if you're, if you're trying really hard to have fun by yourself when you know in the back of your mind you're home because of all this terrible stuff that's going on it kind of makes it a little tougher but being around people at least for me I can forget that like there's craziness happening and I can be like oh yeah this is actually fun and enjoyable and I don't feel so bad but yeah it's a little I feel like I get more self-defeating uh when I'm by myself like cooped up doing like auditions on tape uh and that kind of thing we're standing in front of a white wall and I'm like no, don't, I'll just tell you not to hire me. Like, don't make me do the whole thing. I can save Hi, you the time. My name's uh, Elliot Morgan. Um, I'm from Florida. I've been living in LA for a while. Uh, don't hire me. Thanks for the audition. Uh, yeah, uh, my agent is so-and-so. Please do not hire me. This is a waste of your time. And <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, I'm going to book yeah. one like that one day. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of like a, it'll be a slow trot getting back into the swing of things. But once we're all, we're all there, it'll feel good. And I think that new creation will, will, will come from the primordial soup of, of the moment. Um, oh, nice. Nice metaphor. Yeah. It's a beautiful you know? image, Jeff. Because right yeah. now it's just like all ideas, like you said, Elliot, and I don't know if you've been feeling this, Trish, it's just everything feels, every new idea just doesn't feel like it has the push. Which, and then you'd like, uh, mm -hmm. then you abandon it, you know? Yeah, a little bit, definitely a little bit of that. And, and even for, you know, streaming, it's like before I would do a charity stream and I would have friends over crammed into this room, sitting yeah. on chairs, doing like silly antics together to meet charity fundraising goals. Whereas now, whenever we all do things like that, it's, you know, everybody's individual camera somewhere yep. on the screen um and it's just yeah. it, it is it's a it's a different energy i can't wait for this to be a tool i, I want to say again but actually yeah. i think i think we're learning for i think we learned through this that it can be a tool and it's something yeah. i don't want to totally abandon because here we are able to do this podcast and i think there's going to be a lot more of these podcasts even when we're in in person after uh, we open up the studio again because we're able to connect with so many more people that we were never able to connect with before and even like movie movie game there's an energy to shooting it in people with people in the studio but it's it's hard to to book people some people aren't in the area so i think there are some formats that will still i'll still utilize this tool and i totally i, I think you got to learn and, and adapt and yeah you can mix it in too bad. yeah exactly movie, movie. Yeah, yep. this is a lot more convenient for scheduling for everybody. And like you said, then that way people don't have to travel and that's great too. Exactly. Um, but like one of, so I have a D&D &D game with friends right now just for fun. It's not streamed or anything. Hi, Hayden. <laughs> she had to bend over. She's so tall. She's, yeah. How tall is she? She might be taller than me. Hayden, what are you, 5'3"? Five, 5'1". Five, no, 5'1". But the doctor said she's only going to be 5'3", so she's a little disappointed. She's already taller than me. You're taller than Trisha. How tall is she? How tall are you? I am five foot zero and a half of an inch. Five foot zero <laughs> and a half of an inch. And a half of an inch. 
she's you you might be a little taller right now but she'll get Tell her you. i lie and put five one on my driver's license but it's <laughs> that is a lie trish is a liar <laughs> she's a dirty liar don't listen to trish she's a short liar <laughs> a short a short dirty liar for sure <laughs> But yeah, I was saying I um my D and D game with friends. Um, they're friends from all over the country, so we're able to play virtually right now. But it's still not the same as the energy of playing D and D in the room. Mm -hmm. You know, you're the only person that I've played it with, right? What? You're the only person that I've played D and D with. Really? You brought me over to that pilot. I remember you, you came over to our house to play. Was that dude from uh, old school Mad TV? What's his name? It was, oh, Pat Kilbane. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, it was fun. Was the DM. Yeah, what was your character's name? You just oh. kept saying your own name over the time. <laughs> it I was, was like- Panicking improv Diggle style. or something like Diggle. <laughs> Maybe was his name Diggle? I have no clue. <laughs> you just kept really saying nice. your, your character's thing was that they just kept saying their name over and over. That it was sounds... a little bit I am group. That sounds a little bit like I was very nervous to be around very experienced people and an experienced comedian. And I was like, I'm going to take this improv out where I don't say real lines. Yep. And <laughs> let's go. I got one joke. I'm going to say this one joke over and over again. And then hopefully it works. Sounds like but a you're such a talented hard. improv comedian. I, you know, once you loosened up, you'd be great. Um, Elliot recently said that he is going to, he's very open to doing his first D&D campaign. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Oh. I'm really excited about it. Wait, my Twitch community told me about this. So on Twitch, they were telling me that you wanted to play D&D um, and that you were talking to Sage about it, right? Yes, yes, that's 100% correct. And that's so nice that they know that. And I, they, this group seems to really have their pulse <laughs> on the, what's going on. Their pulse uh, on the finger of the audience. Sometimes I forget, I say things out loud and do a microphone and it's recorded. But yeah, I would love to do it. I talked with Sage about it. I am fascinated by the game. I would personally like to do it when the time is, when the time comes in person, mm -hmm. uh, because I don't necessarily want to do I mean, I'm just Zoom fatigued, but mm -hmm. I'm so excited about it because I uh, it just sounds fascinating. It's like we had Pro ZD on on last week's episode and he was talking all about board games and stuff. And that was another thing where I was like, this whole world is just like, I know so little about it and I'm on such the outskirts, but I know so many people in it that it's such an easy opportunity for me to like get involved in a non like terrifying way, yeah. like Joe's experience, it sounds like. <laughs> I don't know if I could do all group of people when I've never played the game before but I, I you know what I'm excited for you I think you'll have a great time with it um I was always bummed I never got to do it with you guys back in the day I, I pitched D&D &D for source fed nerd and um was told that no one would watch that that's really boring <laughs> um and this was probably was on the wall. three to five months before critical role became the biggest sensation on the internet I, I can't um, I still can't fathom their what they what it's crazy i mean they're amazing <laughs> they are absolutely amazing and deserve every bit of success that's come to them they're also just amazing human beings in general and i feel like people can sense that when they watch your content mm -hmm. um yeah. but yeah like i i really wanted to introduce you guys how how many years ago now i was like no i've been playing since high school i can introduce them to D and I think they'll have a really good time with it like they're all improv actors so i think once they loosened up, mm -hmm. they get it. And the rules aren't necessarily as important as long as your DM knows the rules, which I would have DM'd. Um, but yeah, they were like, nobody will watch that. Mm -hmm. That's really boring nerd stuff. <laughs> okay. You're going to regret this. Right. Okay. Fine. All right. You, um, you're, you're gonna, cool. you're gonna... Great then. Follow um, but, up. So then apology. I was really excited that Mod eventually was able to do uh, Fungins and Flagons, which was just D&D &D with all the rules <laughs> taken out of it. Yeah. 
um, follow up for you, Trish. If you were to predict what class and character Elliot would create for himself, what will you profile him in the moment as he swallows his fist live on camera? Oh man, um, this yeah. is a fun question. I could see Elliot being a great rogue. Ooh, I see I that. Could, oh, I could I also see means, rogues are also very cool. um, they're they're a little bit easier for a first character. Um, I I would great. recommend maybe not for your first time, maybe <laughs> oh. not going magic user for your first time. Although, we nailed that. <gasps> yep. Yep. Elliot, Stop you using could magic make a great warlock though. Thank you so much. Ooh, she's she's dipping into your Ravenclaw side, is what I feel like is going on. Yeah, darkness. Yeah, um, a little Ravenclaw. Yeah, I I think you could do a really a really great warlocks. I don't know how familiar you are with warlocks, but basically they um they get their power and their magic from a, a dealing with a dark entity, mm. and so you okay. can write that backstory however you want. But normally warlocks are like very um tortured souls because they know that there will come due at some point. And that's just me. That's me. It's torture soul. <laughs> um, but it. very powerful. Um, very powerful. That's me again. This is a t it's two, uh, two for two. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, I could be a rogue or a warlock. <laughs> powerful that's in like, a dark, ooh. mysterious soul. Yeah. Rogues, rogues rely, um, well, it depends what type of rogue you build out. But, you know, with a rogue, you're thinking your basic thief type. So sleight mm. of hand, stealth. Um, usually very charismatic and good at talking their way in or out of situations. Ugh, compliment hour. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Stage I know it is. It reads like a BuzzFeed yeah. like, quiz result. It's nice. Like this Which is what you should be. Which character are you? Sage, uh, yeah. I think nailed it pretty good with monk. You could be a fighting monk. I play a lot of monks, so they're not first on my thought process. But you could be a good monk. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm excited to find out what happens. I still don't know if you're even just assigned something or if you decide yourself ahead of time so based on categories. This is the beautiful thing with D&D. Whatever you want. The answer yeah, is great. whatever you want. You're playing a game with your mind. So if you want to create a character, then you can do that. If you yeah. are like, hey, that's a little overwhelming for me the first time. Can mm -hmm. Sage make me a character? That's fine too. Um, wow, but okay. there it's a lot of you know whoever's running your adventure every group has house rules um and it, sure. they're totally flexible so the the rules that are in the books are framework play within i see mm -hmm. the structure so for not me, the form, i really the form, like not the content i like the framework and the rules because to me it makes it um a little bit more real if that yeah. in your fantasy mm -hmm. game um, but for me, it's like, you know, if my character does something stupid and jumps off the rooftop of a building and I'm, you know, level two or whatever, I want to know how much I take per six feet of falling because <laughs> falling yeah. damage is something real that happens if I were to jump off a roof, as opposed to if you have no rules and it's just like, you jump off the roof and it was awesome, which some people play their games like that and no shade. Just the way that I personally like to play, I like it to feel a little bit more grounded yeah. in reality. So I'm into the rules um I but like yeah that. it's everyone does it however they have the most fun is the answer so however you beautiful. have the most fun is what you will do Elliot is definitely only a level two roof jumper i'm, I'm calling it now <laughs> yeah absolutely i don't know what it means but it sounds right uh trisha thank you for uh for hanging out with us today it's been a while and i'm, I'm glad that we got to catch up yes i'm so glad thank you for inviting me to do this and you know obviously i wish that it was like a swing by the office and we'll record a quick pod and i'll buy girl scout cookies off of hayden and you know yeah. i wish it was 
one of those, but it, you know, this is, this is lovely until that can be a reality again. Yeah. Um, Amen. And well said, uh, would you like to mention any plug or anything? I mean, most people know you're part of the extended family, but if there's any you want to direct people to, please feel free. Mm -hmm. Um, sure. I guess the biggest things to plug are the Twitch channel. If you're not at twitch.tv slash Trisha Hirschberger, please come hang out with me there. Can you guys hear it? My son just started yeah. playing drums very loudly. That's so great. I'm getting a, a nice drum beat backdrop. In the world. Um, but yeah, twitch.tv slash Trisha Hirschberger. I usually stream four to five times a week right now. And um, I'm a variety streamer. So I stream a little bit of everything, but I also kind of talk tech and PC building intermingled in there randomly. So it's just the stuff I like. If you want to come hang out, come hang out. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Naked Truth, which is the blog series I did on my YouTube channel forever, has now transitioned to podcast form. So if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to and want to check that out, the Naked Truth podcast is available in all the places that podcasts can be found as well. Cool. Um, and yeah, I guess that's that's the stuff that most people probably don't know because I'm really bad at using my social media to promote the different things that I'm doing. Us too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, check that out. I do. I'm trying to do on my YouTube channel. I'm a weekly live hangout again because I much prefer the live format. I found, but I'm trying to do a weekly live hangout discussing gaming news every Friday um on my youtube channel called the dragon rider happy hour um such a good name because my good twitch ballot. community is the dragon riders mm. and uh my husband and i built a medieval bar inside our house right before the pandemic hit so, so cool. i haven't been able to invite oh. anyone to it so i invite everybody virtually to it every friday on my youtube well, channel we hang out in my bar and talk mm. about gaming news um if but that ends up being my youtube the... channel for being completely extinct <laughs> yeah, if that uh, if that ends up being where the the dungeon the Dungeons and Dragons happens, you just let me know. If it's not I mean, bar, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to do a a tour of the secret bar for my YouTube channel. Um, so hopefully that's something cool. that will get posted eventually. Very right. cool. Well, thank yeah, you it's very a much, bar Trisha. Because it it hasn't you enter through a bookcase, so there's like yeah. an unassuming bookcase in the living room yeah. that part of it opens oh. up into Literally, a medieval bar this is what hank green talked about for over the before christmas he made one of the best commentaries of anything i've ever heard in my life he goes there's one thing that every guy wants for christmas and he won't tell you that this is what it is <laughs> yeah. but it is this and he goes it's a secret passage that's it every yep. guy wants a secret passage in their Not house somewhere dudes. Exactly. It's a universal <laughs> thing. When you tap into it, you're like, oh, it's uh, we all want it. And the bookshelf thing, you don't know it's there. Wonderful. It's pure magic. I mean, I there's no better secret than a secret that goes somewhere. <laughs> exactly. I can't tell you how many contractors we had to deal with, though, until we found someone who would do it. Really? <laughs> we had so many people that were like, yeah, no, you should really just have like a regular door. And we were like, you're missing the point, sir. The whole point yeah. is the secret entrance we also difficult. need it to be soundproof and we also need it to sop up blood can it do that yeah can it do that for us Ooh. and it only locks from the outside <laughs> the only thing that we're still well it's i mean it's not finished because it the the bones of it got finished right before pandemic um but we don't yeah. have like, all the decor and stuff finished but um the one thing we didn't get finished so if anybody listening to this knows anybody in the la area that can do this let me know but we've had several locksmiths come because we're trying to find a cool like 
maybe you tilt out the Hobbit book and that's what unlocks it or, you yeah. know, like some kind of very magical feeling um, lock for it. And every locksmith we've had is like, no, we have this regular lock we could put in and that's it. Boring. You need Boring. to- Boring. Uh, Aaron Massey. We talk to Aaron Massey right now after the podcast. Yeah, just, just DM Aaron Massey. From stuff. I'll hit up Aaron. That's it. Um, He'll, the most brilliant guy we know. He turned. I always think of bar. him for construction, but I don't think of him for lock type stuff. But you're right. He could totally come up with something cool. Yep. Brilliant craftsman. Um, and we're open to like a lot of different possibilities, but we mainly want to lock it so that when Logan gets older and wants to like, yo, friends, come over my house and party. We have a full bar. Locked. Smart. Only, only mama and dada have the entrance to the bar. So sorry. That's really very cool. smart. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you to, to everybody that they watched and everything. Um, movie, movie game, still a thing. Go to bitly.com slash movie, movie game. We're finishing up art. Going to go to manufacturing soon. So get your pre-orders in. Um, logo games right over my shoulder. That's something that I, that I also am part of. And you can go find that on Walmart and Amazon. Make sure it's from Play Monster. Uh, Look over my uh, shoulder. There's a framed blueprint from the apartment from the show, uh, Peep Show. Uh, <laughs> That's that, amazing. Uh, so if you're interested in that, you can check out Peep Show. It's available uh, on Hulu and Netflix now. So. Look over Elliot's shoulder. There are blueprints to Trisha's secret bar. <laughs> yes, uh, you'll see uh, that there is a bookshelf door. And it, uh, you have to, yeah, it's going to be perfect. New locksmith. Uh, yeah, thank you, Trisha, so much. This is wonderful. It's wonderful to see you. I wish this was in person. This is yeah. wonderful. Thank you. We'll share hugs Thank soon. you guys for having me. This is it's so nice to catch up with you all. I miss you. Yeah, miss until you Nate, we said hi and you know, hope he's doing great. And thank you for the congrats and all that. So appreciate it. Will you go up to both of your parents and just hold your fists out like this and just stare at them and go until they fist bump you back and go, that was from Joe. And that's okay. it. You don't have to say anything else. Yes, I will most definitely do that. And they will stare at me because I, I don't think either of them know what a fist bump is. Great. You got to stand there and tell they do it though. <laughs> they're going to think you have a treat in one of them and they're going to pick one. Left that's 100% what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that one. I don't know. All right. Bye-bye, right. Trish. Bye, guys. Bye, Trish. Bye, everybody. Thank you.